0: All right, as we know, we um, are talking about Noah in Genesis chapter 7 and his family. they get ready to enter the ark. Um, and our title is called Safety in the Ark. Um, and the way you kind of look at this chapter and the way you kind of look at it in comparison to all the other things that go on in the Bible is that Jesus is the ark and we are those who are in him and those who are in him will always be safe those who are in him are those who are saved those who are in him are those who will avoid God's wrath so the ark not only is it a true story that Noah and his family and the animals got in the ark and on the ark and that the water came and flooded the earth it is also a picture of what Jesus has done for us. Jesus is that ark. Jesus is the ark of safety. And while we're looking at this today, we must make sure that we're paying attention to the fact that Jesus is the ark, and Jesus is the only safe, only safety we have on this earth. Um, if you have noticed the the fires in California, raise your hand. You heard about the, the fires in California. And the fires in California, they said uh, they said that the people were the rich and the poor alike were doing what? They running. They, they trying to get away from the fire, right? And no matter uh, what they thought about the fire, there was no way that they could take all of their valuables with them. They only could take what they had on their back or what they had in their car. They could only grab a certain amount of things. And as we've As we read this before, as we read, as we read before, as we have sang this song, it says that it won't be water, but fire next time. And the only safety we have is in Jesus. So with that being said, let's go ahead and just go into our um, verse. Genesis chapter seven, verses one through 10. Verse one says, and the Lord said unto Noah, come thou and all thy house into the ark. For thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. The first thing we know is that only those who are saved will go to heaven. Only those who are saved will go to heaven. What is that first point? Only those who are saved will go to heaven. Only those who are saved. What does that mean, um, Deuce? Huh? Yeah, if we don't accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, if we don't believe that he came here to die for our sins, if we don't believe that um, we are unrighteous and unholy before God, then... We are not going to see heaven. And just like these people in here, they were partying. They were they were enjoying life in the way in which God did not intend for them to enjoy life. They were doing everything they wanted to do. But eventually the flood waters came. And even during this time, they still had seven more days after that in which we'll start to read and we'll see in which they could have avoided the flood. They could have still been saved, but they did not want to hear Noah saying anything to them. And keep in mind this. Who does God make righteous? Do we make ourselves righteous? I'm sorry. Or does God make us righteous? God makes us righteous. And when we look here, he he tells Noah, for thee have I seen righteous. You don't hear Noah saying, I am righteous. I do right all the time. I don't sin like these other people. No, God said, for thee have I seen thee righteous. Now, does that mean Noah never sinned? Nope. Does not mean that Noah ever sinned. Nor does it mean for us that we have never, ever sinned. We just believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Our sins are covered by his blood. And if we believe that, when we die, we wake up, we're going to see him one day. So, first thing is that only those who are saved go to heaven. Moving on into our next verse. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by seven, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by the two, the male and his female, of fowls also of the air by seven, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth, 40 days and 40 nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. God here is still gracious. He could have killed everything and everybody. But what does he tell Noah to do? Let's read it together. Verses 3, three and 4. I'm sorry. Verses 2 through 4. Did God not say that he was gonna destroy the earth? He said that he would destroy the earth, right? And he said that it will happen, but the thing here that we should take take very, very, very close look at is that Not only does he say he's going to do that in which he will do that and we're going to read that but we also know that God is still kind to Noah and to those animals getting on there and he's saying look when y'all get off the boat you're going to reproduce because I still need seeds on the earth but I'm going to get rid of everything and everyone that doesn't live righteous as not living holy that does not know me that does not honor me does not live for me god is getting rid of all of them so what does that mean for us today do our actions prove that we're living like christians do our actions prove that we truly believe god do our actions truly prove that god is coming again and he's going to judge us do our actions prove that when we're in school or when we, or we're at work or when we are out playing with our friends, do our actions prove that we are a light to be seen for others to know that God is coming back again, that Christ is coming back again, that he's going to judge the earth and that he's going to deal with their sins? And so when we see all the wickedness taking on to taking place today, we should understand that one day Christ is going to come back. One day, God is going to come back and he's going to seek vengeance on all those who either disobeyed him or did not honor him or who are not saved and not in the. The ark of safety. So God doesn't change. He. He's going he's gonna to do something different. It's not going to be... He's not going to flood the earth. It's going to be by fire next time. He's going to do something different. But God doesn't change. He's still giving us time to tell others about him. He still gives others time to hear about him. And God does not change. Question. <laughs> the fire coming next time means that God's judgment will be on the earth. And so... Just like the flood, God flooded the earth for all those who were sinning and those who were sinners and those who didn't know him. He's going to come back and do the same thing. All those who are sinning, those who are sinners who don't know him. This time he's going to come back and he's going to set fire to the earth. You got it? No, he's coming back and he's going to set fire to the earth and he's going to judge all those who said they don't know him or they don't want to be obedient to him. All right, so let's move to verse 5. And Noah, according to all that the Lord commanded him, and Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of the waters was upon the face of the earth. What does Hebrews 11 1 state? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Right? Now faith is the what? Substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so here Noah lived by faith about 120 years declaring that God's judgment is coming. Right, He's telling everybody. He's telling everyone. And and not only is he doing that, he's living a life. And when I say living a life, he's building a boat. He's building that ark that God has told him to build. And can you imagine people walking by and laughing? (laughs) Oh, man, Noah, you've been building on this boat for 10 years. And can you imagine how hard they're laughing after 20 years? And can you imagine how hard they're laughing after 60 years? Then 80 years. Then 100. Then 120 years comes by. And the laughing stops. Because God floods the entire earth. Right? And so here what we see from Noah. And what we can take from chapter 7 of this. Is that we live by faith. Right? God is going to do what he said he's going to do. That is not going to be the problem. God is going to do it. But we must live by faith because it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And the evidence came when the flood flooded the whole earth, right? When the waters hit, it did. So we live by faith. How old was Noah when he got on the boat? How old? 600 years old. How old was he, Leah? He was 600 years old when he got on the boat. 600. So that means that he started building the ark when he was, Come on my mathematician. How old was he when he started building the ark? 4? Four, 480 years old. He was 480 years old when he was building his ark. And he gets on the boat at 600 years old. He and his family before we end up closing out and just kind of um, stopping our lesson. What we also must take note is, look at how Noah's faithfulness, Noah's righteousness protects his entire family. Notice that. Not only did Noah get on, Noah's whole family gets on the boat with him. Are we doing certain things that honor Christ, that honor God that allow for our whole family to get in the ark? Are we living such a life that when people see us, they want to know about God. They want to know about Christ. They want to know why we live like that so that they can get in the ark of safety. Who doesn't want to be in the ark of safety? We all should want to be in the ark of safety. Let's go on to verse uh, verse 7 and here's where we talk about him and his family, and Noah went in, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls of the of and, and of fowls and of everything that creeped upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God commanded Noah. So nothing changed about. Genesis 1 unto Genesis 7 meaning God's order didn't change. It said who went in the boat? Male and, and female. Ain't no order changed. The animals that went in were both male and female. The, the humans that went in were both male and female. The birds male and female. Whatever went in that boat was both male and female in order for the in order for the reproduction to occur when they get off of the boat. So God's order didn't change, right? When we know God doesn't change, and He still has mercy on those who are in Noah's family. Look at that. Yes, question. Well, we don't know if there weren't kids, but I would. They're going to reproduce. Leah and I'm pretty sure that there were kids possibly in Noah and Noah's family so there were probably kids on the boat and that's a great question because there are going to be kids when they come off the boat so I'm pretty sure there was reproduction taking place that's a good question When they get off the boat, they probably be small. Yes, but I can't say that one hundred percent because it doesn't say it in the Bible. But I can go ahead and say that God does want them to reproduce, and therefore there is a possibility that there were children on the boat and children probably coming off the boat. All right. Yes, family. God tell. He's gonna tell them. He's gonna tell them that when it' When it, here and let me read verse seven again. And Noah went in the ark, him and his sons and his wives and his son wives, with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, and the fowls and everything that creeped upon the earth, that went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. So, are they? If he didn't want anything else, he would have said male and male or female and female go on the boat. But God didn't say that. Put male and female on the boat. Because when they get off, they need to reproduce and continue to to show his image on earth. And last but not least, verse 10. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. At this final point, is that we must know that God does not lie. God doesn't lie. As I had talked about earlier, is that Noah had build, been building on this, this, building this ark for 120 years, and every five years, somebody's laughing. Every ten years, somebody's laughing. Every another sixty years, somebody's laughing. They're seeing him build this boat, build this boat, build this boat, and they probably seen him put the roof on. They probably seen him putting the rooms in there. They probably seen him putting several corners for the giraffe and for the elephant, and probably had a corner up, up in the in the attic somewhere for the birds. He probably had. All type of things in there, and they're probably like, "You are really building this thing, and you are really crazy, right?" You ever talk to someone and like, "Oh, you believe in God?" <laughs> Boy, you funny. So you just believe that somebody, somebody magical did this, and it's not hard for us, right? It's it's not hard for us, but. At the end of the day, we see that God kept his word just like he kept it in Genesis 1, 2, 3. When Adam and Eve sinned, Adam and Eve were put out the garden. But Adam and Eve eventually died. Cain, Cain suffered because he did what? He killed Abel. He killed his brother. God does not lie. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. But God is patient. God is kind, God is gracious, God is merciful but God is also a God of wrath and he's going to deal with anyone who is not in the ark of safety and as I stated before that ark of safety is Jesus Christ those who accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior by repenting and saying that I am a sinner God is angry with sinners Jesus died for sinners If I believe Jesus died for sinners, I am saved from my sins, right? All of that is what must occur in order for you to get on the ark. But if you don't believe any of those things, you will not be in the ark and you will meet God's wrath. Are there any questions? Leah, any more questions? (laughs)